Down by the bay, I like to play a six-string song. Up comes the sun, and it's looking for fun. I know it won't be long. There's a girl that's so yummy. Yeah, she looks in my tummy. And that's when I knew I'm just a fat guy in a Hawaiian shirt. I ain't that great, but I could be worse if I drink a lot or my head does hurt. Cause I'm a fat guy. And honestly, I probably will be. Welcome, everybody. Thank you very much for tuning back into the Love Florida Realtor Podcast. My name is Mark Hanover, and I am a realtor with Keller Williams Peace River Partners in Port Charlotte and Punta Gorda, Florida. Uh, just wanted to say hi and thank you again for tuning in. Uh, it's been about a week or so since I've done my last podcast. Actually, more than that. It's been about two weeks now. And uh, just in case you guys were wondering, honestly, things have just been forking busy and I just need a little bit of time to uh, get caught up on a couple extra projects here but uh, we are back now here to entertain hopefully entertain and hopefully educate and today we're going to go a little bit different than what we have done so far you know we've had a couple interviews and stuff like that and other than episode one I really haven't just had one uh, episode where it's just been me sitting here talking to you guys and uh, we are going to be doing that today and I wanted today to kind of be a little bit of an educational experience for everybody. Uh, this is the Love Florida Realtor podcast, and at some point, as everyone knew, I was going to start talking about uh, market and market stats and all other kind of fun stuff and uh, I'd actually like to begin talking about the market and market stats in, uh, as I said, an educational way, because a lot of people just honestly don't know what they're talking about when we start throwing around words like market stats. Uh, you know, I actually posted a couple weeks ago on my blog, the Love Florida Realtor blog, um, which of course you can reach going to www.lovefloridarealtor.com just to let you know. Uh, I'm actually going to be doing part two of understanding market stats probably this week. I hope or next week. I hope to get it posted by next Friday. Um, and one thing that I said in that post, and I, it really was kind of a revelation to me when I sat down to, to write it was what is the first thing that you say to a realtor when you very first meet them? Or if you know them and you're, you're saying hi for the first time in a while. Well, in my experience is, how's the market doing? You know, because that's just what people ask. And um, a very interesting thing happens when you ask that question. First of all, um, as a realtor, you never know how much someone actually knows. I mean, unless they're your best friend or you've worked with them for a long time, etc., obviously. And a lot of times, people just ask that question simply because it's kind of expected of them. And that might sound a little bit shocking to you, but it's kind of like getting lettuce on a sandwich. You know, you, you just kind of get the lettuce just because it makes you feel good and because you're expected to get lettuce on a sandwich. I don't care what uh, sandwich store or restaurant that you're on. It just kind of comes on there and you're just kind of like, okay. And, uh, you know, I mean, but really, if you sit down and think about it, do you really like lettuce? I mean, especially iceberg lettuce. You know, it's water tubes, essentially. And um, 
You just kind of eat it because you feel like you should, right? And it's very similar to this question. How's the market doing? Well, okay. Um, first of all, you need to ask yourself, do you really want to know? Do you really care? I mean, you should, and you should. And we'll learn why here after a little while. But um, you should really be careful asking that question because realtors get very excited when people ask them about their job, uh, not only because they're excited about the prospect of selling or buying with you, but just simply because most realtors I find are fascinated by what we do. Um, me personally, I'm fascinated with the process, believe it or not. And you might think I'm a little sick for saying this. I really love doing contracts. Yeah, I said it really. I actually enjoy writing and reading contracts. And, uh, you know, if my mom were still around, she'd probably drop her coffee. Uh, I'm sure if my family hearing this are like, what? And they'd be justifiably so because I've spent uh, many, many years of my life looking at numbers and staring at numbers, as we'll discuss later. But um, I love contracts. And by an extension of that, actually, I also love stats. I love statistics. I love uh, learning about the market that I sell in. And I think that it's an important thing to know and understand uh, because it can help you purchase or sell properly or at least understand what you're, what you're selling or understand what you're purchasing better. And really, at the end of the day, um, with my customers, I am always very, very concerned that they understand properly what they're getting themselves into, what they're purchasing, uh, what some of the pitfalls are, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, Getting back to my point, when you ask, how's the market doing to a realtor, and if they're anything like me, which I find most of them are, they get kind of giddy, and all of a sudden, they just start talking about a bunch of crazy stuff, and they start throwing out big words, uh, you know, things like median or average DOM and a bunch of other uh, jargon that'll just start flying out of their brain just because, well, that's the world that we live in. And if you're not careful as a realtor, uh, for those of you that are realtors that might be listening to me, uh, you have to really watch yourself with that because very, very quickly, and I actually watched this as another realtor answered this question the other day, um, you'll see this beautiful sheen glazed look come over the customers of the prospect's face. And they just kind of sit there and stare at you and uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh, cool, great, you know. And at the end, the realtor really felt like, yeah, I really I really nailed that question. And the customer sitting here wondering, like, okay, um, I think that means he knows what he's talking about, or she, for that matter. And uh, there's really no real exchange what happened between there. Um, I try very hard to catch myself in that because I have done that before, I will admit <laughs> And uh, I try very hard to catch myself when I'm answering that question and I start asking, okay, do you understand um, what a median price would be? Okay, well, the median price uh, that we have right now is X or uh, the average days on market is X. You understand what average means, you know, stuff like that. And um, when I ask these questions, it's not because I think that someone's an idiot or, or that they're, they're less than. It's because I'm trying to make sure that uh, we're on the same page as I talk. Uh, and you guys will 
hear me probably overexplain a little bit during this episode. And uh, if you get kind of frustrated with that, I apologize. But for those that have nothing to do with real estate or have had nothing to do with real estate, some of the stuff I will say will be very new to them or they might have forgotten some of this stuff since high school, potentially. And um, I, I think that it's best that I take my time with this. And this will be a multi-part thing, just like my blog. Uh, it won't be quite as detailed as my blog because um, talking math would be a nightmare, I think. And uh, I almost guarantee to make you guys quit listening to me, which I don't want. So uh, as we go along today, um, we're going to be learning about some general ideas of market stats, um, some general words, some vocabulary probably, and then uh, we'll stop short of the math, as I said, and uh, we'll probably talk a little bit about a couple listings at the end too. So stay with me. So before I go any further here, I'd like to just kind of do a little bit of a disclaimer, not that I'm particularly worried about it, especially with my listening base, but um, when I talk to you guys on these podcasts, whether it's about market stats or, or my opinions on things or uh, uh, what I'm seeing on the market and all this other kind of fun jazz, uh, I am never giving legal advice. Um, I'm not even giving real estate advice for that matter. Uh, I'm giving ideas or, or my general view of something. <clears throat> If you guys ever want to use me as a realtor, that's outstanding. Uh, I would love to have you guys as my customers. Um, and that is a private phone call, a private meeting, obviously not to be had on air. Um, other than that, this is just uh, ideas for people to soak up and, and think about and consider uh, as we go forward in this crazy world here. So um, if you guys would like to discuss anything with me, please feel free to give me a call at 941-202-1995. Um, I am always happy to talk to a listener or a customer. Um, in general, I just kind of like people. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't mind answering any questions or further explaining anything, uh, just in case you're just kind of wondering about what's going on. So uh, as I said earlier here, I think we'll go ahead and start with a little bit of vocabulary. I think that that would probably be the best place to start just simply because um, you need to understand certain words when we're getting into this craziness that is market stats. And as I said, we're not going to get into math, um, things like median and average. Uh, I would recommend that you go to the Love Florida Realtor blog in order to get a uh, visual explanation of those things. Um, I'm not trying to be hypocritical. I'm just trying to make it again so we're not doing math on the air just because that just sounds like paint drying to me. Um, but the first thing that I'd like to address is, as I said, some vocabulary. And we're going to start with the basic of the basic. Uh, listing. You know, for those of you that have never uh, bought or sold property, you hear the word listing get thrown around like crazy whenever you're listening to uh, any kind of real estate, any, anything, whether it's me or you're uh, listening to someone on Facebook or if you're listening to um, another podcast or if you're reading something, uh, the word listing is always thrown out there. And the free dictionary.com says a listing is an agreement that represents the right of a real estate agent or broker to handle the sale of real property and to receive a fee uh, or commission for services. So essentially um, to boil that down, if you have a house to sell, you hire me to sell it. 
and you agree to pay me a fee as long as you agree on the price, etc. Um, now, there's a lot of legal stuff that's surrounding there. Um, as I said, I love doing contracts. There's a lot of different forms of, of listing and all this other stuff. But when you get down to it, a listing uh, in broad brush strokes is just an agreement for someone with someone to uh, hire a realtor to sell a piece of property for them for a fee. Um, and then the next word that I want you guys to really understand when you're looking at stuff, especially if you're brand new to all things real estate, is the word pending. Um, when I was much younger and I, I bought my house, my first house, I was probably about, uh, I want to say I was 23, 22 at the time. And this word pending kept popping up uh, even back then. Yes, kids, we did have internet even back then. Thank you. And this, this word pending kept popping up on these uh, houses that I kept looking at. I'm like, what the heck is pending? Is it sold? I mean, does... and so I just started treating pending as basically another way to say sold, which is not true. Um, the word pending, in my own words, uh, means the property is currently under contract waiting to be sold or closed. Okay. So essentially, it's waiting to get sold. They have a deal. And they're just waiting for the closing date to come up. That is what pending means. So if you're looking at uh, my personal webpage, if you guys are going through the uh, listings on there, which is, by the way, www.markswfl.com. Thank you. Uh, or if you're on one of the big name websites, and until they pay me to say their name, I'm not going to. Uh, if you see pending on a listing, pay attention to it. Because I can tell you that uh, real estate deals fall apart all the time, especially in the residential side. And so just because something is pending, that doesn't mean that you've forever lost your chance to purchase that house. Uh, you know, someone's financing might fall through. They might have discovered that the paint is just too god-awful to handle or something, you know, who knows what. And they might back out of the deal. And then you can be right there to hopefully snap it up for maybe a little bit less of a price. You never know. Um, or at full price, hey. And so just kind of put it on some kind of a watch list and make sure you're paying attention to it if it looks like something that you might be interested in. Now, you also heard me use the words sold and closed as if they're the same thing. And essentially they are. Uh, when you're, again, broad brush strokes and there's appropriate times to use the, use the word sold and appropriate time to use the word closed. But um, whenever you hear the word sold or closed, that means property changed hands. And that means the deal finally went through. Um, if you hear the word closing date, that means that is the date that they intend to have the property change hands. Uh, just so if you hear this, these kind of words start getting thrown around, you know what they mean now. Uh, another thing that I would really like you guys to understand is the difference between a buyer's and a seller's market. And this is one of the big ones that people really like to throw around. And um, in theory, they like to throw it around because it's easy to understand. But a lot of times, um, realtors won't explain what a buyer's or a seller's market means. Um, very similar to if you're watching CNN or any of the other uh, television networks and they're talking about the stock market and you start hearing them start throwing around terms like bull or bullish or bear or bearish market. Um, the average Joe probably does not know what a bull or a bear market is. And the average Joe um, very likely doesn't know what a seller's or a buyer's market is. Um, 
So we'll go ahead and start with what the market I'm in currently is and most of the markets that I work in all the way from Tampa down to Fort Myer and beyond um, is a seller's market. And essentially what that means is that the market conditions are are favorable to sellers. Okay, well, what does that mean and and why for that matter? Okay, well, I'll tell you. Uh, Essentially, usually when a market is in a seller's market, that means that there's not a lot of houses for sale. There's not a lot of inventory for sale. Okay, and yes, inventory and houses are interchangeable in this conversation. Um, so if you hear me say, oh, gosh, we just don't have a lot of inventory right now. We're in such a seller's market. Uh, that is the reason why is because there's a lot of buyers. There's not a lot of houses, which means that the houses are probably having their prices driven up. Um, houses will not stay on the market currently very long if they're properly priced and if they're not in a complete trashed condition. Um, I can tell you, I had a client the other day, uh, we wrote multiple offers on multiple homes and all of those homes had four or more offers and it wasn't actually just a line from the realtor on the other end, you know, cause you always hear, oh yeah, we have multiple offers. That's not always true. Uh, in this case it was cause we got beat on them. Um, it was actually pretty amazing. And this market right now is pretty amazing just how quickly and um, for how much money houses are selling for. So if you're looking to sell, now's probably not a bad time to do it just because we have uh, what we call season down here coming up shortly, uh, meaning that the snowbirds are all coming down here. And when the snowbirds come down here, that is when we have the largest amount of buyers uh, currently on the market. Uh, We already have a shortage of inventory down here. Uh, So if you're looking to sell within the next six months, this is probably the time to call 941-202-1995 and have that discussion with Mark about how to get your house on the market and when and for what price and all that other kind of jazz. Now, uh, a buyer's market it's pretty much the flip side. Uh, a buyer's market, there's a lot of inventory. In other words, there's a lot of houses on the market currently. Um, and there's not a lot of buyers, which means it's the sellers that have to work harder this time in order to get their houses sold. Uh, the houses probably will be going for a little bit less money than what it would be in normal conditions, quote, normal conditions or a seller's market, especially. Um, And if you're a buyer, it's kind of a good day to be a buyer because you'll get a house for a little bit less and uh, you kind of have your pick of the litter at that point. So then the next question everyone always says, okay, well, uh, should I buy or should I sell if it's a buyer's or seller's market? Well, in reality, um, if you need to buy or if you need to sell or want to buy or want to sell, uh, then now's the time to do it. And you're sitting here saying, well, that's just realtor speak. Well, no, it's not actually. Uh, in reality, if you want to buy or if you want to sell, the market conditions are the market conditions. The big reason why we put out these terms is so that you have a good general understanding of what you're getting into. That's the big deal right then. Um, so if you want to sell right now or if you need to sell right now or if you have plans to sell right now, yeah, we're in a seller's market. It'll probably benefit you a little bit. Will it be ridiculous uh, real estate TV show type prices that you get just because it's a seller's market? No, because that's not reality. Will it be a little bit more than what you would have gotten maybe 
six, eight months ago? Yeah, probably. Um, it's And conversely for buyers. You know, if you need to buy a house or if you want to buy your house, buy your house. Does, does it mean that you're going to get ripped off for thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars more than what you would have if you purchased purchased a house months ago no it doesn't it means it's going to be a little bit more than what it would have been previously um if it was a buyer's market it would have been vice versa but uh so don't get too hung up guys on and gals uh, on whether something is buyer's or a seller's market just treat it as education treat it as knowledge and move forward and see if buying or selling is right for you at the time Now that we've just finished discussing some of the basic vocabulary, I'd like to go ahead and hit up a couple of stats here before we quit talking about market stats, because uh, that's actually the reason why you're probably even listening. Um, my personal favorite three stats are months of supply, closed sales, and median sales price. Now, I want to start with months of supply because I just finished talking about buyer's market and seller's market. And one of the questions a lot of people have, and it might even be you, okay, Mark, how do you know, though? Like, what makes you say that this is a buyer's market or it's a seller's market? Is it just you paying attention to the area? Is it just you paying attention to the MLS? Where are you getting this from? Well, there is a little bit of that because, obviously, um, real estate isn't just hardcore numbers and letters and stuff like that it it really is art in many many ways but the biggest decision whether you want to call something a buyer's or a seller's market or even an equal market um is what is called months of supply or absorption rate essentially they're the same thing uh we'll use them interchangeably as we discuss this here as we go and according to realtor.com a Absorption rate or month of supply is the rate at which homes are selling in a specific area during a specific time. Okay, so basically what we do is we take the amount of homes that we have that have sold during a month. We take the amount of um, time that we have, again, which is generally in a month. We do some math with that. Again, we're avoiding that for just entertainment purposes, and we come up with the absorption rate or the months of supply. Uh, so in general... When you're talking about buyer's market versus seller's market, if you have an absorption rate or months of supply of zero to five, that is considered a seller's market. If you have a absorption rate or months of supply of six or more months, that is a buyer's market. Now, there is the argument that five months and six months are essentially balanced. So it's neither a seller's or a buyer's market. In actuality, um, if you're talking about like perfect deals goes, uh, those that's right where you want to be because the houses are selling for exactly what they should be because buyers are arm's length and all that other kind of jazz that you'll hear people talk about. Um, so that is how we decide to say whether we're in a buyer's market or whether we are in a seller's market. Now... As far as one of my other favorites that I want to discuss with you guys, it's closed sales. And keep in mind, because we just discussed some vocabulary here, when I say closed, I mean property actually changed hands, okay? Not pending, not going to, not sort of kind of maybe 
property actually changed hands. And when I say property, that can be a house, that can be a duplex, um, that can be a lot. I'm talking about residential property when I use this, okay? Um, Port Charlotte, for the month of August, had 267 closed sales. So mixed in with the, all the you know residential property, we had 267 properties actually change hands. Now... Does that mean that that's a lot? Does that mean it's not a lot? It just basically gives you an idea of how active the market actually is. And for a town the size of Port Charlotte to actually have 267 closed deals uh, in the month of August, which is nowhere near our uh, peak time, I would say that that's still a very active market. And that's something for you to keep in mind when you come down here to purchase. And my other favorite, and the last stat that we'll actually discuss today, is median sales price. Now again, going back to our actual vocabulary, um, median, which you can go to my blog and read more about if you're not clear what that is, sales, so we're talking again about sold. So property actually changed hands, and then price, which is the number, the amount of money that actually cause the property to change hands. Um, I'm trying to be very clear about that just so you guys can really understand uh, what we're digging into here. So for Port Charlotte for the month of August, allow me to look this up real quick. So for the month of August, the median price for real estate sales in residential was $220,000. Now keep in mind, there's lots mixed in with that. There's very large houses mixed in with that. There's very small houses mixed in with that. Um, it's a very broad term. But one thing that this stat is generally good for is if you're moving into an area and you wanna know what is a likely price you might be spending for a house that's middle of the road, it's probably gonna be around $220,000. Um, these are the three stats that I love because they're easy to understand. Uh, they give you a great bird's eye view of the market, uh, of where you're going or where you are. Um, or if you're just curious, honestly, you know, there are some people in Oklahoma, I'm sure that would be positively fascinated to know what's going on in Port Charlotte or other Florida cities. And if they uh, go to my blog or other websites, they can find very easily generally uh, these three stats and you can know pretty much what the conditions of the market are. And in case you're wondering why I keep quoting August sales statistics, um, and this will make sense when I say it. We only ever get updated sales statistics in real estate the month after it happens. Uh, it's it's you're always going to be looking in arrears essentially, uh, and if it, if you think about it, it makes sense because all the information for August number one August has to end, and number two it has to be compiled, and. So we're always really about a month behind. Um, but generally, if you have a realtor that's really into the market, that's uh, really tuned into what's going on, they can tell you if those are still pretty accurate or not. Um, I can tell you that these are actually pretty still accurate for our little slice I have in here. And uh, I invite you to check out what's going on in your neck of the woods with those three stats. Um, if you'd like to know 
these stats or the stats of multiple areas that I do serve. Again, if you go to my blog, uh, com, uh, if you look to the left-hand side, you'll see the names of multiple Florida cities and areas. Uh, these are my most common areas that I do visit, and these are always going to be up-to-date stats. Uh, these stats will never be out of uh, sync with reality or uh, incorrect. Uh, they are completely plugged into the local MLS, and when the new market stats come out, they automatically change, so you never have to go to a different page. You can always go to the Love Florida Realtor blog and click on Northport or Venice or Inglewood and get up-to-minute stats anytime you want. And of course, that also makes it pretty easy to get a hold of me, which I think is pretty cool. So, I would like to take a moment here at the end of the show to discuss a listing that I've had my eye on here. Uh, it is in Punta Gorda, Florida, which is one of my favorite towns anywhere. I mean, I always talk about Fort Charlotte because that's where I live, but Punta Gorda uh, is seriously really cool. Like, if you think about, if you've never heard of it, if you've never been there, um, if you think about small, high-end fishing town with a real focus on boating. Punta Gorda, Florida is the place for you to be. Uh, there are multiple neighborhoods that are actually planned <clears throat> with canals dug into them so you can have easy boating access to Charlotte Harbor. And because you can get into Charlotte Harbor, of course, you can go to the Gulf Coast very easily. Uh, it is generally a very high-end place to live, and it has some absolutely gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous neighborhoods with some great architecture and some very classic Florida looks. And the listing I want to share with you guys today is actually 3530 Whipperwill, yes really, Boulevard in Punta Gorda, Florida, of course. Now, this particular home is a canal home. Uh, it has direct access to Charlotte Harbor. I want to say it's like a 20-minute sale. I'll have to double-check that if you guys are actually interested in it. Um, just go ahead and get a hold of me. It is a three-bedroom, two-bath pool home with 2,554 square feet. Uh, this thing is absolutely gorgeous, guys, and I invite you to come to my blog. Again, loveflorida.realtor.com and uh, uh, click on this blog entry here. I think you're going to absolutely love it. Uh, if you want to have uh, a pool home that has a canal with harbor access, this is an outstanding listing for you guys. Uh, if you'd like to contact me directly at any time, go ahead and give me a call at 941-202-1995, or you can go to my blog at www.loveflorida.realtor.com, um, or of course you can always get a hold of me on Facebook or all those other wonderful places. So uh, until next time, keep on keeping on, just like those Twisted Palms.
Sure. 